1981, the year I was born and the start of the millennial generation. This is a podcast for the next generation of venture capitalists. I'm your host, Elizabeth Krauss, and I'm a founding partner at MergeLane. MergeLane invests in exceptional pre-seed to Series A startups and early stage venture capital funds. And because we've seen the data, we only invest in opportunities led by at least one female leader. I love asking questions, and as an emerging manager, I've had more than enough of them. I started this podcast to find some answers. Enjoy the episode. Hey, all. It's hard to believe that it's been more than two months since my last post. I just haven't really felt the creative inspiration to write or do my podcast. But I'm feeling that again and really wanted to record something so that I remember it in the future and in case it's of service to you guys as well. So over the past two months and through this entire pandemic, I've really learned that my anxiety is almost always worse than the actual outcome that I'm worried about. I had all of this anxiety about the potential outcomes of the pandemic when we first went into lockdown in March. I was certain that our portfolio would plummet and that a bunch of our companies would fail. And a couple of our companies have really been materially impacted by this pandemic, but we have 50 companies in our portfolio and the majority of them have had record years because of unprecedented growth during the pandemic. I had a lot of anxiety about my parents during this pandemic. So they're part of the at-risk population, and I really like to control things. It's something I work on, but the fact that I couldn't control their behavior was really hard for me, and I had a lot of anxiety about them coming to Colorado. So I typically live with my parents in the winter in Vail. I've mentioned that before, but for a variety of reasons... I was a little bit more germaphobic than they were. I was nervous about bringing the virus home to them. My husband was going to be visiting my mother-in-law in Montana, and I was nervous about him living with my parents and then driving up to see my mother-in-law. All to say, I didn't want to live with my parents this winter, and so I decided to rent my own place for the winter. And I had all this anxiety about how that was going to be received. I thought my parents would be really disappointed and that their feelings would be hurt. I was really nervous about spending the money. Renting a place for four months in Vail is not a small purchase. And it all worked out. Truthfully, I did hurt my mother's feelings. I think she's a little sad that I'm not living with them this winter. But she said, you know, you're almost 40 years old. You're allowed to live on your own, which which I know. Uh, But I also am grateful for the opportunity to spend time like that with my parents a couple months a year. Uh, But we've found ways to connect and have had 
some pretty meaningful conversations over the past few months that they've been here and we've been living in separate places. And to be honest, I'm kind of loving it. Uh, so my husband's mostly been in Boulder and I've been here and I love to ski and I really love my work. And if I ski all day and work before I ski and after I ski, I just don't have a lot to give. And so it's really nice to be by myself, just enjoying that. It's also nice to be in my germophobic germ sanctuary. I'm really careful about what comes in and out of this condo. And, you know, I've got a lot of anxiety about other parts of my life. And it's just nice to come home to an anxiety sanctuary. I'm doing a lot of thinking about the transition back into quote unquote normal life. Uh, I think it's going to be a little hard for me, to be honest. But for now, I'm just really enjoying my life. I have a lot of fun skiing. I'm loving my work and grateful for all of that. And I had a lot of anxiety about adjusting my normal life. So I was thinking the other day that when we first went into lockdown in March, I went to the gym like I normally do on Sunday mornings. And the gym had a sign on the door that said that we're closed for coronavirus lockdown. It was the first that I had heard of this. And I really sort of freaked out because I work from home and the gym for me was a way to get out of the house and to have some sort of structure. I'd go to classes and work out at certain times. So I had a little bit of structure and I thought that I needed that structure to stay motivated. And I thought that I needed certain equipment at the gym to stay in shape. And I figured out how to work around all of that. And I've really, I'm probably in the best shape of my life right now. I've been doing a lot more stuff outdoors and have been doing a lot of videos that keep me motivated and have just learned how to adjust. And I had a cancer scare uh, around Thanksgiving, which is part of the reason why I think I lost some of my motivation to post and to write, because I think all of the anxiety from the pandemic and then from this cancer scare sort of came to a head. Luckily, it turns out it's benign, probably too much information, but I tell people this because I'm finding that it's actually fairly common. And that people don't talk about it and don't know to screen for it. But I've been having trouble with digestive health and also some pain in my hip and in my lower back for years. And have really adjusted my life to work around that. And as part of my checkup and trying to figure out why I still couldn't get over this. And I was also having to pee very frequently. That's what actually caused me to end up getting some more deeper tests. But again, too much information, but in case this is helpful, I had a CT scan and figured out that I had a uh, four inch diameter cyst, ovarian cyst that was right near where I was having the pain in my hip and my lower back. I am pretty healthy. And so I don't have ever really go to specialists. So it took me a while to get into a doctor to see. And so when 
I actually couldn't get an appointment with an OBGYN where I live. And coincidentally, this woman that started swimming in my lane for my master swim class was an OBGYN and was really, really helpful and uh, got me in and she was really concerned about it. And that kind of freaked me out. And I, I couldn't get into it for like two more weeks. So all to say, I had about a month of a lot of anxiety about whether I had cancer. They seemed quite concerned with the size of the cyst, but all turned out to be benign. And ah, I don't know, looking back on it, I feel like I've had so many things to be grateful for, for the last year. And I've spent a lot of it in just a state of anxiety. My parents, knock on wood, are getting their second shot on Thursday. My brother's entire family did get the virus, but they seem to all be fine now. And I'm realizing that, one, I'm extremely grateful. I, I know that the, all these things could have gone the other way. And I had real reason to have concern about these things. But I heard someone say one time that anxiety causes you to suffer twice. You suffer from the anxiety. And then if the outcomes that you're anxious about actually come true, then you suffer again. I did a lot of suffering about nothing. I want to just try to remember that going forward. I've had the opportunity to ski a lot the last couple of weeks. We had very little snow. It's quite concerning given the fires we had and everything in Colorado but we've had really good snow the last couple weeks and I've had the opportunity to ski and ski with friends and be more social than I've been since March and I've just realized how much of a difference it makes in my life when I allow myself to have some fun and so I want to stay safe you know that's luckily an outdoor sport and we're in goggles and masks and all bundled up so I think it's fairly safe. But I uh, have been thinking a lot about something that my colleague Leah shared in a blog post a while back about how the brain has very little ability to understand knots or negatives. So she gave the example in this post that if you continue to say that you don't want Donald Trump as president, then you're continuing to remind yourself about Donald Trump and to fill your consciousness with Donald Trump. And perhaps a better way to do it that works more in sync with the workings of your brain is to think about what you want more of. So maybe you want more tolerance and maybe you want more focus on the environment, for instance. And I don't want this to be a political conversation. I'm just using this as an example because it's very present in our world at the moment. Then you're more likely to actually see those things come true than to focus on what you don't want to do. So instead of focusing on all the things that I don't want to happen in 2021, I'm going to try to just make time for the things that I do want to happen. And I have a feeling it'll all just fall into place. So just wanted to share mostly because I wanted to give an update of why I haven't posted in a while. And in case it's helpful to any of you, just wanted to share my experience about suffering twice through this anxiety.
And I guess I just suffered once because the things that I was worried about never actually came to fruition. And I think over the next two months, I'm going to do less posts that involve scheduled interviews because I'm trying to make more room for being creative and uh, for skiing, to be completely honest, because I've talked about this before, but, you know, skiing for me is, well, one, it's the thing that makes me feel most alive in the world. I, I just love every aspect of it. And it makes me be more productive if I allow myself some time throughout the year to really feel alive. And I have the opportunity to really build relationships with people that are helpful to our portfolio on the mountain. So I can't really think of any better way to spend my time over the next few months. And frankly, I'm kind of zoomed out. I'm, I'm finding that a lot of people are feeling that way. And so I'm going to do fewer scheduled interviews and, and more updates like this and updates on different topics. And then we'll be back to the interview schedule post-ski season. I hope you're all staying healthy and well. And I hope this was of service in some way, shape, or form. Until next time. Thanks for listening. If you like what you've heard, please take a minute to share this episode or rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more and to apply for the Fund 81 VC Forum, check out fund81.com. That's F-U-N-D-8-1.com. Until next time.